Yo, what's up, boys and girls? How are you guys? This is interesting. So something interesting happened. You guys might have seen it. Some of you already know, of course. Um, somebody mentioned it yesterday. I think it was SCE and Johnny Midnight, maybe, uh, brought up this uh, this here, MBTI and INTJ. I think I might have heard of this. Like the, I've heard of the test when I was a younger kid, but I just never, I wasn't really interested. I just didn't, it just didn't stick or I didn't care. Um, but interestingly enough, I read up a, on this a little bit and I watched a YouTube video or two and I thought I'd share a couple with you guys. And uh, this is very interesting. Like my whole life, I've had this kind of way that I operate and I, I know it's different than most people um, because they tell me so, frankly. Um, but I'm going to show you guys some of these videos because I thought they were pretty interesting and uh, it kind of clicked with me, so to speak. Uh, which which is always fun when you you see something and you're like, hey, I can identify with this. Strangely enough, it's almost like it was written about me. Char, what's up? CJ, what's up? Dr. Dre, what is up? Good mother, thank you so much for coming. No, I didn't, good mother. Honestly, I read through all this information, watched a couple of videos, and then I thought it would be a ginormous waste of my time to take the test. I mean, I know most people would take the test, and then that's probably what I should do, but I just, it's weird. I can't explain it, but like, eh, I, I read up on it and I'm kind of like, it would be a waste of time. I can't ex describe it. Like the tests answers would give me information that I already, like, even if I didn't, even if it, the test disagreed with me, I would be like, still though, still, which I think is maybe part of my problem or solution as it were, because, well, this is, I can't even deny this, but I'll, we're going to watch it together. You guys see if any of this seems like me um, based on what you know, and uh, we'll both have a good laugh over this. Uh, let's pull this one up. Here we go. Uh, again, I don't know who any of these people are. I just kind of uh, threw it together because I thought it was interesting, but let's let's watch together. Okay, I've got my life figured out until the year 2055, and I forgot to eat for the last three days. I can understand that you feel that way, but your feelings are wrong. I don't want to have to think about colors or aesthetics or self-expression, so I have 14 outfits exactly like this one. Now, I actually went back on my YouTube. I think I'm back like a year and a half right now. Hold on. I'm in my comment section community section, excuse me. And I've been scrolling forever, quite frankly, to try to find you guys a picture of my closet that I posted a while ago, which, you know, pause, by the way. Um, and the reason I posted it is because it's like everything's ironed and in order and like it's a discipline post. It's about like men and having discipline. But I have like six or seven of the same shirts. I have multiples of like shirts that I like. You know, like I have a black one from Dick's Sporting Goods. It's like their in-store brand. I think I have 12 of that one shirt. And then there's like several other ones that are like a dry fit that I think I have seven of each, something like that, six or seven of each. <sighs> this is one of those things where I, I hear this and I'm like, this makes so much sense to me, but this probably seems strange to other people. You know what I mean? Like outwardly when I look at it, uh, you know, not as me. I'm like, oh, this is weird. This might be an odd behavior, but let's continue with the video here, guys. One. Just from the back cover of this book, I think I get the gist. Reading all 500 pages would be a big waste of my time. It you know, 
boy, boy, that sounds a lot like me. Let's let's continue. It was nice talking to you, mom. Let's schedule our next call for six months from now. My body no longer has any reaction to caffeine. How many cups have you had today? You don't want to know. Sun's out. Looks like I'm not leaving the house today. Time to check out the news and see what our reptilian overlords are up to. Yep, I saw that coming a mile away. Why are you upset right now? All I did was tell you everything that's wrong with your opinions. Wouldn't you prefer to be correct? I know you didn't ask, but I'm gonna give you some advice on how to live your life more efficiently. I just realized my driver's license expired three years ago. See, all of this is kind of me. Like all of this is kind of me. I can be completely on top of like 20 things and then something very similar, simple and <clears throat> just can't hold my attention at all. Like I just couldn't be bothered with it, which is a strange thing. You know, when you look back at it and you look at yourself and you think about this, when I started uh, reading some of these articles and then saw a couple of these videos today, guys, I was just kind of like, it's such a weird it's a weird thing to see that like there there's this thing that's outlined uh that seems it's like the thing that i've known my whole life but apparently i'm not the only one which is a big surprise because most of my life i thought i was you know well different odd the odd man out in of this uh you know in this way but i can't find that picture maybe i'll scroll again in a minute but let's dive back into it guys this is a weird thing though when you you see this information and you're like hey i really identify with this here which you know, using that term even is almost sullied at this point. Let's continue. Uh, that one sounds good. Let's do this one. Four minutes. We're going to pause their lame music. Yeah. Many are stubborn in the pursuit of their goal. Yeah. Detached pragmatists, INTJs, are systematic and often visionary problem solvers. They approach problems in a methodical manner. Where often slow to act, they are unconsciously observant and analytic, slowly noting how parts of the whole fit together before taking decisive action. When they do so, they typically seek to arrange things to suit their needs or achieve a particular goal or vision. Outwardly, INTJs often appear distant and for the most part inexpressive. Do I appear distant, guys? I mean, I don't mean to, but I, I have had a lot of people tell me this, like everyone. Let's continue. They can often come across as cold or even harsh, but more or less just detached. <laughs> I think the monster is becoming self-aware. They do not easily get caught up in their emotions, the emotions of others even less. Despite their somewhat stiff. Sorry. Sorry about that. The emotions things. I am sorry about that. Parents. INTJs tend to have a rich inner life and will have an eclectic set of interests that tend to run very deep. Their interests tend to be geared towards abstract and theoretical subjects that should, nevertheless, be able to be benchmarked by objective metrics. Whatever their interests are, they tend to pursue them with an almost obsessional intensity where they will let their curiosity lead them as it will. Some INTJs tend to be perfectionistic in nature, hmm. where even in their more relaxed and less abstract hobbies, they tend to play in order to win. That is, to be. What's the point of playing if you're not playing to win? Like, that's like, why is that even a thing? Well, who, who would do that? Become very practiced and skilled. While often not the greatest with people whom they have a hard time appreciating or understanding emotionally and whom they find exhausting at times, I. 
why is everyone so emotional and why is there all this we got to have an emotional understanding that's what i don't get like why why that's do you know what a waste of just time i mean that's yeah. tjs nevertheless find themselves in leadership positions due to their ability to devise systems that help facilitate work in a rational and efficient manner INTJs tend to be good at this, since they usually have a greater overall vision of how things can and should function. They tend to be academically oriented and a good fit for higher education, where they often pick more science or technology-oriented fields. Degrees in which they can learn theoretical topics that have a basis in real-world application tend right. to appeal more to INTJs than purely theoretical fields, such as I would have done better in school, but I felt like that the required <clears throat> dedication to the curriculum would interfere with my own personal. It took too much time away from the things I was interested in. Philosophy or literary theory. INTJs tend to have a high drive for autonomy, perhaps the highest among all the types, and they will plan extensively and many years into the future to achieve what they want and to build the kind of environments they want to live and work in. Generally unsentimental, and with no particular regard for the status quo, they can often clash with others in trying to implement the changes they desire in order to bring change to the overall system. They tend to take a top-down approach, where they will first work out an overall plan before going down a layer to further refine its implementation. And Of course, why would you do it the other way? Like, this is the only way. Guys, if you ever try to solve a maze, work backwards. It's the perfect way to get to the other end of the goal, the maze. Like it's, why would you, why wouldn't you go top down? Only finally will they address all the details. They can often seem somewhat arrogant and they will often work ruthlessly towards their goal. Yeah, sorry, sorry about the arrogance thing, guys. I try not to. Goals, applying the criterion, does it work while having little regard or remorse for what has proven not to work. INTJs generally dislike dealing with procedures in states that are not optimized and seek to change or refine them to push their ideas forward in order to build, create, and innovate. While they can seem harsh, INTJs are often more tolerant than they appear. While they do tend to ruthlessly question everything, they'll usually question themselves and their own ideas even more so than those of others. They are not hesitant or doubtful in trying to figure out what they want to do. In fact, INTJs tend to have a strong intrinsic motivation towards evaluating both their own ideas and those of others and to determine whether they are valid or invalid. To this end, while often very blunt, INTJs aren't as judgmental as they may appear and consider a great many things such as... Everybody is so... I'm telling y'all, man, everybody is so caught up in everybody else's feelings. It's a really weird thing. Like, it's a, this is foreign to me. His feelings, ideas, thoughts, and plans to be separate entities from those exterior objects or people who formed them. They may express criticism towards an idea without necessarily realizing that to others it will seem as if they are also criticizing the person. With regards to emotion and feeling, in spite of appearances, INTJs are often deeply emotional in a very raw sense, but just as deeply loath to express such emotions. Yeah, there's no need in sharing. Like, that's... Oh, man, there's way too much sharing of emotions, guys. Way too much. We should be sharing information. We could really get things done uh, if we were to get out of this emotional state that everyone's in. But then again, I know that sounds robotic, but this is... We waste so much time. And the inefficiency of this is mind-boggling. Like, this is...
it's all I can think about. Why do people do this? To others, often seeing human nature as unavoidably repetitive, most good causes and ideals are something that they remain largely indifferent to. Well, that's an interesting one there, guys. That's a cute little video. You know, hate to use the phrase cute, but it is, you know, so learning something here. We're learning something together. Let's see, where's the other video? All right, we did that one. We did that one. Nine things that these individuals will understand. Let's check that out and see these other two I haven't watched yet. Oh, that one sounds unpleasant. Why they have harder lives. Well, you know, I'm not going to play the victim. You know, let's continue. Welcome to Psychology Refresh. Today, we're going to go over the nine things only in... Calm down. Calm down. INTJ will understand. Make sure to watch each one and find out if you can relate to that. If you're an INTJ, you've most likely felt misunderstood or different for a good... <laughs> yeah, the good part of my life. Is that what you were going to say? Hi, Miles. Good to see you. Part of your life. And this is mostly because there are some things that you seem to comprehend in a different way than most people. Architects make up only 2% of the population. And if you think you are an INTJ, dive deeper into your personality. Learn what are the things only you can relate to and determine how you can use them to increase your soft skills and achieve personal growth. Here are nine things only an INTJ will understand. Number one, they always look forward into the future. Most people focus on the present and make efforts to achieve their goals in the future, but... No, you gotta skate to where the hockey puck is going to be. You gotta run to where the soccer ball is going to be. INTJs work backwards. They envision a future goal, an ideal future, and then work... What's so fascinating about working backwards? Like, guys, that's the best way to solve a problem. I mean, am I the only one? I, okay, I guess. Work backwards to figure out how they will achieve that goal. This trait is an INTJ strength as well as a potential weakness. Their introverted intuition is their most dominant function, which is why they'll often find that they're always seeing a future world and all the things that can be done. Seeing the perfect future is a terrific way to inspire yourself to work and, of course, it's fantastic because you can kind of predict what your future will be like. However, concentrating too much on the future means you lose touch with the present moment. Number two, they have a tendency to become overstimulated. Bro. <clears throat> yeah, sensory. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. All right. When an INTJ is confronted with a large amount of data to process, it can be difficult. When it comes to architects, the most crucial function is their extroverted sensing, SE, which is the least developed of their functions. There's a reason for this, and as a result, they become trapped inside their own heads. Mm -hmm. Architects often spend more time in their heads than in the real world. Loud noises, especially unexpected noises or sensory disturbances, can cause an INTJ to become overstimulated. Ooh, man. And as a result, they can become very worried. Even the tiniest details can overload an architect. As a result, they must be very careful while dealing with a lot of things at once. Number three, they can't stand the idea of being inefficient. One of their biggest pet peeves of architects is being told to cheer up or smile more. But there's an even bigger one. 
again, the emotions. What's the, I don't, I don't understand. When someone is inefficient, they've had it with it and can't take it any longer. You might get upset or think they're being unreasonable at times, but this isn't the case. It's just something they can't change. INTJs are extremely well-organized individuals who take pride in having everything or almost everything they need. When an INTJ is in charge of a group, they will have high expectations for everyone and want everyone to perform at their best. This may appear to be a positive trait, but it isn't always the case. They have the potential to create a very difficult situation. Laziness and chaos are one of their biggest pet peeves, and INT... Mm. Boy, I can feel that in my soul. I know that this is why I might have made a bad husband in some aspects. I'm not saying like all aspects, but <clears throat> well, you we expect, I definitely expect everyone uh, to be operating at full capacity. And uh, I have a very low tolerance for any less than uh, a good quality effort being made. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that sounds bad, but now that I know this about myself, a lot more things make sense in my life. Like I look at it now and uh, thinking about some of that aspect of it, um, you know, you can kind of, kind of, I can kind of see how things in my life have gone. And I don't mean like in a negative way with people that I've quote unquote cared about, but uh it does make some sense. Like there's some semblance of sense. This is in my closet from like, I don't know, six, maybe 14 months ago, something like that, guys. I found the picture, by the way. I told you I would show you. But this is the one. I think my black shirts are on the other side because I keep my black shirt separate from my gray shirt sometimes. In my, and of course, they're all color. It's probably part of that detail-oriented thing they were talking about a second ago. But I... Uh, you know, everything's in order. It goes from black to dark gray to lighter gray. And then there's a blue because that's a different, but it's the same kind of shirt as this one. But, and then the polos are all together. You see guys, this probably seems strange to some people, but to me, it makes perfect sense. It doesn't, why would you do it differently? Like it's silly. TJs often set aside everything until the task is completed and dusted to perfection. It may appear as a desirable trait to some people, but it may be overwhelming to others because INTJs don't want to do work that is just good enough. If you are enjoying our content, please give this video a like, subscribe to our channel, and do not forget to turn on the notification bell. Number 4. They are not so robotic as others think. INTJs are often referred to be cold, robotic types in INTJ memes, comics, and articles. Many people think of INTJs as villains in movies. However, the truth is that architects have tertiary introverted feeling, FI. As a result, they have a strong set of personal values and ethics that they try to follow. These is that is it that apparent? <laughs> is it that obvious? Values normally emerge in their 20s or 30s, but architects tend to hold to them no matter what. INTJs probably feel more deeply than most realize, but they hold their sentiments and emotions close to the chest and don't readily reveal them with anyone who hasn't earned their complete trust. Number five, they hate work on autopilot. In almost any career, INTJs eventually reach a point where they've learned everything there is to know and are able to work on their own. 
INTJs enjoy getting to this point since it is efficient. Here's that word again. It also but it is incredibly boring and monotonous at that point because I'm not engaged. Me, personally, anyways. I'll take a look at that, good mother. Thanks for dropping that link. I'll pull that up in a minute. Also means they can produce high-quality work with less effort. Most INTJs secretly like taking shortcuts on mundane chores because there's something satisfying about resting on old laurels while others are chasing their tails to complete a task. At the same time, running on autopilot for an extended period of time is exhausting for architects. The INTJ's paradox is that they like the efficiency of knowing what they're doing, yet feel confined when they do it for too long. INTJs are always on the lookout for fresh ideas and learning opportunities, and they feel bored and restless when things are too simple. This is why I always tell y'all I function better when things are chaotic. When I'm under pressure, most people that would be in someone like my life would not appreciate that. A woman that would, if, you know, were. All right. <clears throat> Let's see if we're still here, guys. It looks like the internet shit out on us. Oh, we are here. All right. All right. We're back. Sorry, guys. I don't know what I was saying before we disappeared, but let's continue. Number six, they despise incompetency. Hmm. You know, that word has such a sting, but when that, when you're, Hmm. When you love someone very much and you would want them to give 100% or whatever, and perhaps they're being not totally competent in their um, approaching of something you see as a very serious thing, well, this could be a bone of contention with someone like me. And you wouldn't like me. Unless, of course, we're both working feverishly to accomplish a task. Because that way, when we're done, we can celebrate. Not before. It's a common misconception that INTJs despise authority, although this isn't entirely accurate. Most architects have no qualms with obeying our superior's orders. If they're competent. If they know, if I know more than the, if I go in and I sense that I am light years more intelligent than whoever's giving the orders, I, I can't. I don't give blanket respect. You have to earn my respect, period, point blank, everyone, all of it. I don't care. I'll give a man a blanket level of common decency respect out of respect for him as a man. And obviously we don't want to come to fisticuffs. You know what I mean? Like I not, not that, but I mean, you have to earn my respect. Let's continue. As long as they know what they're talking about, it's not authority that irritates them. It's people who are inept in their positions. Hello. Being in a position of power does not automatically earn someone respect from an INTJ. Respect must be gained, which is done through displaying one's competency in their work function. 
When someone isn't up to the task, INTJs get irritated. And because competency is more important to us than courtesy, they won't hold back when criticizing poor performance. As right. a result, INTJs may develop a reputation for being difficult to handle. Number seven, they rest well when being alone. Because INTJs have such active, analytical brains, it's easy for them to get disconnected from their surroundings. They may experience stress as a result of suppressing their weaker function, extroverted sensing, SE, for an extended period of time. The only problem is you can't turn that off. That's the only problem with the SE idea there is that you, there's not an on and an off switch on that. So that, that kind of over, overruns you a little bit. That can overload you. Time. Spending quiet time in a peaceful, natural setting is one method INTJs can overcome this while still allowing their minds to roam. Hiking alone in the woods, kayaking, canoeing, or fishing are all activities that many INTJs enjoy. Number 8. They always want to have a plan. Some people like going with the flow, believing that whatever occurs will just happen. These are the types of people who would make bad INTJs companions because... Well, turds go with the flow, guys. Turds flush on down the toilet and down the river. Have a uh, Man, if you don't have a plan, my whole... If y'all haven't heard me on this channel, man, my whole thing is telling men, get your shit together. Let's get a plan. Make a plan. Make a five-year plan. Get in the gym. Don't be lazy. Don't be fat. I don't say that to hurt feelings. I say that because... Come on, let's tighten up. Architects are not people-pleasing personality type. Everything mm. should be meticulously planned ahead of time according to the vision of an INTJ's. Yeah. The word spontaneous rarely exists. And nothing makes me... Guys, calling me with a change of plans at the drop of a hat in a split second, nothing makes me less happy. That shit throws chaos into my life. Which is, you know... Again, probably some contention between the ex-wives and I and the kids and the. Once there is a plan, we're, we're following the plan. If you deviate from the plan, there better be a damn good reason why. And your thinking better be well thought out. That is, of course, if you have to answer to me or do answer to me in any way. And I know that's maybe part of my problem also, but that's also how we'll get the job done efficiently and correctly and it won't be half-assed. Let's continue. INTJs will usually make reservations for a backup plan in the event that something goes wrong or if their original strategy fails. A sudden disruption may cause them to become extremely irritated and frustrated. And if others want to deal with <laughs> INTJs, they need to make sure the plan is being made ahead of time. Uh-huh. Number nine, they crave for being independent. Because INTJs are fiercely autonomous, they require respect from others around them. Without that regard, the INTJ is prone to feel frustrated and begin to push others away. They want to be able to fulfill their goals with a sense of personal pride. Therefore, their sense of independence is a big part of who they are. While INTJs desire strong relationships and are devoted to their loved ones, they require their own space. INTJs make decisions based on logic and facts, and they don't want emotional connections to influence them. Well, it's enough with the emotional connections already. Like, 
I don't understand why we all masturbate one another. Hey, how's your emotions today? Mine are good. How's your emotions? Hey, emotional power. To Man, listen, emotions, they're fantastic. We all have them and they're private for a reason. They, they're given to us individually for a reason. That's why there's not like emotional plagues that hit whole towns and everyone's depressed in the town. Kind of there is, but you understand that like that's a private thing. I know it's become very human to become a socialized butterfly and here's my emotions and how I. Maybe I'm just cold on this one. They require uninterrupted time to make decisions on their own terms. While the INTJ can benefit from asking for help on occasion, it is not something they desire to do on a regular basis. For the INTJ, independence means being able to take care of themselves and make decisions without having to rely on others. This is what keeps their minds clear and their concentration in the right place. This is one of the things that only an INTJ will understand. These videos will be really helpful for you. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. I got a couple more here for us. Good Mother sent us one as well. Where's the one she sent to me? There it is. Let's check this out. Here. Over, and then I'll share it with you guys. Uh, okay. And let me get back to you guys, and then I'll share that, and we'll see what this is talking about here. Hopefully this one's got some... Uh, I'm sure it does have good information. Hmm... Let's see what this is talking about, guys. If you want to see more INTJ videos, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button. When a video leads to more subscribers, it's probably the best sign that it's gone down well. INTJs are portrayed as futurists, forward-thinking and pioneering. People who manage to blaze forward and reach their goals. The question is, why? This notion of them being pathfinders or pathforgers relates to a few different traits of theirs. Persistence and drive. I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. Churchill is definitely oh, not an INTJ. That's beautiful, guys. INTJ. But the quote is definitely applicable to the mindset that INTJs can often find themselves adopting. It's important to note that INTJs are not constantly pursuing some kind of grand vision. They might take just as long as anyone else to find their career, their calling, their passions. But when they do have goals, they tend to hunt after them doggedly. They can exercise a relentlessness when possessed of that desire to achieve something. Drive comes from many places, but perhaps the most reliable fuel is from a person's principles and values. They are life philosophy, what they stand for. As I've mentioned before, this can often come from an INTJ's introverted feeling. It verges on being a renewable energy source for them. When they are struggling to get going, it's something that can help them push through or stay the course. It's an often ignored feature of their makeup. That slow burning intensity that characterizes them can often be traced back to that. It's like a compass that determines where they focus their attention and energy. After all, you were drawn to and draw to you people and things. That Good mother, I think you posted the same one twice. If, well, maybe I didn't copy it right the first time. Let me try again. That align with your values. Contrary to them being these robotic people who have master plans just because, INTJs actually need to believe in what they're doing. They often go after things that are very individual and personal to them. Their passion has to be ignited in some way. So this persistence, this drive, I would say is fundamentally emotional in origin. And their capacity to succeed, achieve, or win is as much down to that as it is to cold and clinical strategy, contingency planners.
if plan A doesn't work, the alphabet has 25 more letters. 200. And I got a plan for every one of them. If you're in Japan, if ENTPs are the positional chess players, then INTJs are the contingency planners who always have something to fall back on if their first approach doesn't work. Rather than INTJs being superhuman strategists who can mentally maneuver around any obstacle, it can sometimes be quantity over quality. Instead of them having the perfect plan, they're more obsessive planners. It's second nature to them. Most people will just give up if their first attempt fails. Whereas INTJs will recalibrate and reformulate and just go at it again. Often a type will learn the lesson of their inferior function, so to speak. So for an INTJ, that might be learning that taking action and staying in touch with the sensory reality is essential. As an NI dominant type, they're going to spend a lot of time in their heads. They will often not want to take action until the entire plan is conceptualized and envisioned. They want to know... Why would you start action before the... <laughs> You have a whole plan. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Every aspect of it, including how it ends. Kind of like a novelist that will start with the ending of their book. And making sure to plan all the way to the end is often a very important strategic idea. Planning to that extent might seem weird or even silly to certain personality types. But one of the big advantages is that it minimizes friction. When you've already foreseen many of the obstacles mm -hmm. you might encounter, and mm -hmm. might have solutions already lined up, you can just plow forward. INTJs have SE as their inferior function, and then FE as their blind spot function. Some people are not fans of mixing and matching different personality typing systems and there is certainly a wisdom to keeping them separate because each system is holistic as opposed to just individual fragments thrown together. But when you classify someone as... Take it easy Johnny Midnight. We'll see you man being an INTJ, it really does seem to be the case that SE and FE are the things they struggle with the most. What would that look like in practice? So let's say an INTJ is coming up with some kind of product. They're going to be very motivated and driven. They'll be able to envision what the thing looks like and will be able to organize to reach that. I'd have a great deal of confidence that they'd actually make the thing and that it would be extremely good. They'd identify a problem that needed to be solved and they'd make a product to solve it. So what's the catch? They might neglect things like checking whether there is actual demand for it. Yes, it might solve a problem, but is it a problem that enough people care about? And if an INTJ has done their due diligence and research, which to be fair, they can often do, then there's the difficulty of convincing people to buy it. How do they make it appealing? How do they play that game of appearances and popularity? If you were to contrast this with someone who is very good with SE and FE, they're the kinds of people who could sell something that is objectively not as good, but they can package it in a way that is more appealing. If you have an INTJ who is willing to play that sometimes shallow and superficial game of marketing and also make sure to keep track of the sensory data, then you're going to have someone who is kind of unstoppable. Narrowing down and organizing. In some sense, an INTJ's top two functions of NI and TE can be thought of as the ability to narrow down, zone in, organize, and structure. This doesn't have to be done in an external way necessarily. It could be an internal or intellectual system that they are constructing. Introverted intuition is able to see the underlying patterns for nearly anything. Whereas an ENTJ will generate goals in order for their TE to organize them, INTJs will use their TE to organize in service of their goals. ENT INTJs are very active, always want to be doing things, so they come up with reasons to fuel that. Whereas INTJs are more waiting for a goal that appeals to them, then they'll start structuring and organizing. For INTJs, TE is a tool. So a typical INTJ approach might look like conceiving a vision, plan, or goal. This can be very grand, 
in nature or very day to day, but it's often linked to their FI motivations and values since they are very driven by those things. Then they will start structuring, organizing, and systematizing towards that goal using TE as their tool. Then they will hopefully check in with the sensory reality and the tangible facts so that doesn't catch them out. If you're an INTJ, then let me know down below in the comments whether you resonate with this idea of being a path forger or finder. If you have a goal, where does it come All right. I like it. I like what I'm hearing so far. I got a couple other ones here for us. Let's see. I think this one here, and then we've got one, another one that Good Mother sent me as well. We're going to do all of them just because we're here and having a good time, boys. Why not? Why not? I always like when somebody sends me some stuff. Let's get this uh, here. Why they have a harder life. I don't know if that's true or not, but definitely, uh, you know, here are five reasons why INTJs have very hard lives. Number one, they have difficulty with expressing emotions. Again, with the emotions, <laughs> you guys got listen. INTJs may find it difficult to express their emotions due to their analytical and logical nature. Yes, yeah, a waste of time. There's no return on investment for me telling you or you telling me your emotions. There's no pointless. It... Tend to prioritize reason over emotions, which can lead to a tendency to suppress or downplay their own feelings. This can be particularly challenging in personal relationships where emotional expression is often important for building. I've been told that in emotional relationships by women that I very much loved, but perhaps I wasn't the best at showing it. Whoops. Sorry about that, girls. Intimacy and trust. INTJs may struggle to express affection or vulnerability leading to misunderstandings or a sense of emotional distance. One reason for this Man, I do keep emotional distance because I don't want people playing with my emotions. Like, this is pretty simple stuff to me. Like, I can't believe that so many people are out here struggling so emotionally with, oh, my feelings, this and that. And I get depression and I get loneliness. Like, I get, a, I understand those is what I mean by I get them. I, I understand the idea behind those emotions. But, man, at some point, goodness, a little exercise and some, some fresh air and some hobbies. Let's continue difficulty may be that INTJs view emotions as unpredictable and irrational, which can be at odds with their preference for order. Ah, good mother with a wonderful point. John, you talk about things you love all of the time. I don't often hear you talk about negative emotions. Do you know why, good mother? Negative emotions are draining and I'm an empath. So when other people unload their negative emo emotions around me, uh, it drains me more than just regular human contact or idle chit chat. So I don't put negativity into the universe very much. The reason for that is because I'm trying to um, give some positivity back to people. Some uh, positive thought, cat poster vibes. I'm trying to convince men who may not be able to see some of the positive stuff in life that there is indeed some positive stuff out there. But I, I, I agree with you. I, I do often talk about the things that make me happy and the things that, uh, you know, not, not much uh, ROI on talking about that. Like, it doesn't help me. It doesn't help you guys, the viewer. But I'm, I am glad somebody noticed, though. Let's continue. 
and control. It may also be uncomfortable with the vulnerability that comes with expressing strong emotions, feeling that it could make them appear weak or out of control. To address this challenge, INTJs may benefit from developing their emotional intelligence and learning to identify and express their own emotions more effectively. This can involve practicing mindfulness, seeking out therapy or counseling, or simply becoming more aware of their own emotional experiences. Another approach is to communicate their emotions in a more structured way, such as through writing or through conversations that are planned in advance. This can help INTJs to feel more in control of their emotional expression, and it can also help to avoid misunderstandings or emotional outbursts. Ultimately, while expressing emotions may be challenging for INTJs, it is possible for them to develop more effective emotional communication skills. By being intentional about their emotional expression and practicing self-awareness, INTJs can build deeper and more fulfilling relationships with others. Number two, Yuck. they have difficulty in social interactions. I've always experienced this, but I always thought that my difficulty in social interactions is that I didn't want to seem like I was being rude or mean to the person that I was talking about who was uttering nonsense in my general direction. And my brain was like, okay, just right. Sure. Yeah. The earth could be flat. That's great. Thanks. Right. Sure. Thanks. Listen, it's so hard because I don't want to come off as a jerk but sometimes it's just easier to be like, you know what? This person is full of nonsense. I'm going to be a jerk or come off as a jerk, even though I'm kind of a nice guy. Because I don't know. I don't want them to ever talk to me again. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Lord Jeremy, what are these emotions you speak of? Yes. Are they? T yes. What indeed are these emotions, guys? What it, what's everybody talking about? INTJs may find social interactions challenging due to their natural preference for solitary activities and analytical thinking. They tend to prioritize deep, meaningful conversations over small talk and superficial interactions, which can make it difficult to form connections in casual social situations. This can be... Yeah, but some of y'all talk about the most boring, monot just, oh, mundane. Oh, it's no good particularly challenging in work or school environments where social skills and networking are often important for success. That part always pissed me off. Your ability to give a rub job to your teacher so you can get a good grade, that should not be part of it. And quite frankly, I knew a long time ago that colleges were indoctrinating people into some bullshit and making people think some, some bullshit and were about some bullshit. A long time ago. You know what I mean? I mean, my dad was in Vietnam. I remember how now hearing as I grew up how they were treated when they came back. And guess who it was? College kids, entitled as college students, which later grew up to raise their own entitled as college students. Nothing wrong with that, but I mean, you know. Let's continue. INTJs may struggle with office politics or group projects, preferring to work independently rather than collaborate with others. In personal relationships, INTJs may find it difficult to express their emotions or connect with others on an emotional level. They may come across as reserved or distant, which can make it challenging for them to... No, what it really is for me is I question people that want you to engage in your emotions. 
Didn't you guys ever see the movie The Neverending Story? Remember, the, he's talking to the wolf. And the wolf tells him, plain and simple, you're easy to control when you have no hope. When you're in your emotions and you have no hope and you're full of despair, you're easy to control. The never-ending story, guys. Look at the scene with the big black wolf at the end, towards the end. When the nothing is coming for you, it's because you're in your emotions too much. And as I don't know if it's I am... TJ or Sigma, or I don't know what part of me it is, but as soon as someone wants to engage my emotions, I immediately question their motives. Form close bonds with others. This can lead to feelings of loneliness or isolation, Man. even if they have many acquaintances or coworkers. One way to address this challenge is to actively seek out social situations that align with their interests and values. INTJs may find it who share their passions or who are interested in deep conversations and intellectual pursuits. Another approach is to focus on developing their social skills through practice and reflection. This can include learning to listen actively, asking open-ended questions, and seeking out opportunities to collaborate with others in a low-stakes environment. Ultimately, while social interactions may be challenging for INTJs, it is possible for them to develop fulfilling relationships and Oh, thank God. Connections with others. By focusing on their strengths and interests and being intentional about their social interactions, INTJs can find ways to thrive in both personal and professional settings. Number three, they struggle with authority figures. INTJs may struggle with authority figures or rules that they perceive as illogical or inefficient. Right. They tend to be independent thinkers and may have strong opinions about the best way to approach a given situation. This can make it challenging for them to follow instructions or work within a hierarchical structure. This challenge can be particularly pronounced in work or school environments, where following rules and complying with authority figures is often a necessary part of success. INTJs may find themselves frustrated by bureaucracy, red tape, or rigid procedures that they feel are holding them back. One reason for this difficulty may be that INTJs place a high value on efficiency and results. They may. F of course. I mean, I've, I've heard that a few times now, and each time it's almost like they're saying that who, who wouldn't do this? Like, if we're doing this, let's do it now, quickly, well, efficiently, and completely. Anything less than that is why? Why? feel that following rules or working within a hierarchy is slowing them down or mm -hmm. preventing them from mm -hmm. achieving their goals. They may also be frustrated by authority figures who they perceive as less competent or right. knowledgeable than themselves. To address this challenge, INTJs may benefit from finding ways to work within existing structures while also pursuing their own goals and objectives. This can involve finding creative solutions to problems, thinking outside the box, and building alliances with like-minded individuals. Another approach is to seek out work or educational environments that are more aligned with their values and priorities. For example, INTJs may find that working in a startup environment or pursuing a career in research or consulting allows them more autonomy and control over their work. I wouldn't want to, this is the hard part for me, guys. I wouldn't want a career with anyone else. 
I, I love working for myself any way that I can. No matter what I do, I would rather do it working for myself than working for anyone else. The idea of someone else structuring my day, telling me when to be, where, and how to... I've tried that for a long time. That was always a very big pain point in my life. And for a long time, I thought, well, wow, I must just be lazy. No, I just, I can't work for somebody else. I can't go report to someone else. Many times I find that uh, people, management people through jobs that I've had, while they were wonderful individuals and people, um, there was a steep decline, I, I feel, between our two uh, understandings of the world around us. And it was very hard for me to have a level of respect for a lot of them that were uh, reckless in their own lives and or their health and in general. It's very hard to take orders from someone, for, for me anyways, but let's continue. Ultimately, while struggling with authority may be a challenge for INTJs, it is possible for them to navigate these situations effectively by leveraging their analytical and strategic thinking skills, seeking out alternative solutions, and building relationships with others who share their values. INTJs can achieve success while staying true to their own principles. If you are enjoying our content, please give this video a like, subscribe to our channel, and do not forget to turn on the notification bell. Number four, they have a tendency to overthink. <laughs> INTJs tend to have a tendency toward overthinking due to their analytical and Guys, let me ask you a question real quick. Just as a regular old Joe here, <clears throat> what exactly is overthinking? If I think of every possible scenario in which a situation might work out or turn or based on whatever scenario or, you know, foreign thing interjects with the, what's, what's, where's the problem? How's it overthinking if I've considered everything and have backups and contingencies and I know exactly what I'm going to do in the event of this or that or a polar bear or, like, what's the problem? Why is that overthinking? Strategic thinking style. They are often deeply reflective and introspective, constantly analyzing and evaluating their own thoughts and actions. While this can be a strength in many situations, it can also lead to excessive rumination and analysis paralysis. This challenge can be particularly pronounced in decision-making, where INTJs may struggle to make a choice or take action without fully analyzing all of the available data and potential outcomes. They may also have a tendency to second-guess themselves or to- Right, Phil. Right. A lot of these people were married to Uncle Bobby. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, on past decisions, which can lead to anxiety and indecisiveness. One reason for this difficulty may be that INTJs place a high value on competence and effectiveness. They right. may feel that making a mistake or taking an action without fully considering all the consequences is a sign of weakness or... And you can imagine how this played into my relationships. Incompetence. To address this challenge, INTJs may benefit from setting specific time limits or deadlines for decision-making. They may also benefit from seeking out the advice and perspective of others, as this can help to balance their own analytical thinking with external feedback and intuition. 
Another approach is to cultivate mindfulness and self-awareness, which can help INTJs to recognize when they are getting caught up in overthinking and to redirect their attention towards more productive activities. This can involve practicing meditation, journaling, or simply taking a few minutes each day to reflect on their own mental processes. Ultimately, while overthinking may be a challenge for INTJs, it is possible for them to develop a more balanced approach to decision-making and problem-solving. By setting clear priorities, seeking out external feedback, and practicing mindfulness, INTJs can harness... Seeking out external feedback? Eh, no thanks. ...their analytical strengths while avoiding the pitfalls of excessive rumination and analysis paralysis. Number 5. They often feel misunderstood INTJs may often feel misunderstood due to their unique perspective on the world. They tend to approach situations with logic and strategy, focusing on long-term goals and outcomes rather than the emotions and interpersonal dynamics of the situation. Who even put emotion on the scale to begin with? This can lead to a sense of isolation or alienation from those around them, particularly if others do not share their approach or values. In addition, INTJs may have a tendency towards introversion, preferring to spend time alone or in small groups rather than engaging in large social gatherings. While this can be a source of strength and productivity for INTJs, it may also make it difficult for them to connect with others on a deeper level or to feel understood by those around them. Feeling misunderstood can be particularly challenging for INTJs in the work. I think you have to value what other people think about you to really, for that to really bother you. Now, I don't want to sound callous here, but when I tell you that it, I just, all of my effort isn't going into what other people think about me. That doesn't mean I behave poorly or act like an asshole or openly, or you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, but I just am me unapologetically. And if people don't like me, like I don't put all my thoughts into that because one, I know that a lot of people um, may not even be firing on the same kind of mindset that I am, you know? And if they have time to waste on that, I personally get no ROI at all, no return on investment for wondering or worrying what other people think about me or finding out if they don't like me. Them telling me or me finding out they have a problem with me almost is an insult to me. It wastes my time. Oh, they don't like me? Hearing that was a waste of my time. That actually got to me a little bit because it wasted my time. I don't value people that don't, if you don't like me, they're very well. You are your own person. Toodaloo. See you later. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But there's way too much of this emotional, like, ah, I want everyone to like me and I want every, that's the problem. That's why we can't get shit done in this country is everybody's too afraid to say boo because someone might point a finger. Oh God, you don't like this. You don't like this. Or you said this about, you're a this word. You're a this label. <clears throat> everybody's way too concerned with what other people are thinking place where they may be seen as aloof or unapproachable. 
They may struggle to communicate their ideas or to collaborate effectively with others, particularly if those around them do not share their strategic approach to problem solving. Ultimately, while feeling misunderstood can be a significant challenge for INTJs, it is possible for them to develop strategies to overcome this challenge and to connect more deeply with those around them. By seeking out like-minded individuals, developing their communication skills, and focusing on building deeper relationships, INTJs can find a sense of validation and belonging in their personal and professional lives. These videos will be really helpful for you. Wow. There we go, guys. I think we got one more here from Good Mother. I had some, where is it? Somebody in Rumble asked me, what does it stand for? Let me tell you here. Let me find my, my screen and bring you guys in and we'll look at it together. Uh, there you go. What does it stand for? All right. Uh, this says the mastermind, um, you know, personality type are analytical problem solvers eager, eager to improve systems and processes with innovative ideas. They have a talent for seeing possibilities for improvement whether at work or at home or in themselves. What does it stand for? It's one of the 16 personality types created by Catherine Briggs and Isabel Myers, creators of the Myers-Briggs type indicator. I guess that's the MBTI. <sighs> INT stands for introverted, intuitive thinking, judging, which are four core personality traits. I didn't realize that was a personality trait, but all right. Each of the letters, blah, 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 signify an individual trait. Yeah, we just talked about that. That's irrelevant. Focus on the idea of concepts rather than facts and details. Makes decisions based on logic and reason. Well, what else would you make decisions based on? You're not going to make them on emotions, are you? That would be stupid, <laughs> right? That would be dumb. And prefer to be planned and organized rather than spontaneous and flexible, guys. Yeah, don't hit me with anything spontaneous. Mm -mm, not interested, not interested. Research careers for, not interested in that. <clears throat> Are perceptive about systems, strategies, and often understand the world as a chessboard to be navigated. Yes, yes. You should be too if you're just coasting around through life. Um, I tried that for a while. It, that didn't work. So there you go. I already tried it. Don't worry. I tried it efficiently and effectively in every possible way. Doesn't work. So don't do that. Typically reserved and serious. All right. And seem to spend a lot of time thinking. They are curious about the world around them. They often want to know the principle behind what they see. Thoroughly examine the information they receive. And if asked a question, will typically consider it at length before presenting a careful, complex answer. Well, does that sound like me? Uh, aren't usually warm or particularly uh, gregarious. They tend to have self-assured manner and people based on their own security and their own intelligence. Yeah, like I'm, I'm going to be fine. It's you guys, it's the uh, interference from others that most concerns me. But that's only because I've, well, interacted with others before. Let's see what we got here. Good mother sent us another video. Let's take a look at this one here before we call it boys. But I did want to share this with you guys. I thought this was so interesting. 
when uh, Midnight said something about it last night and Good Mother said something about it this morning and uh, SCE mentioned it as well. So I was like, eh, let me at least see what these uh, individuals are speaking of. It turns out I kind of uh, I kind of identify with some of this or whatever doesn't sound as hey, you know. Let's let's see what's going on. INTJs in twenty words. Number one, optimized. INTJs are rarely frivolous with their energy. Their allegiance to efficiency doesn't just apply to themselves, but also to the things they create and work on. In this sense, they are optimized people. No fluff, no filler, minimal frills, maximum efficacy. Number two. That was more than 21 words. Otherworldly. INTJs have two things working against them when trying to appear human. The first is being an NI dominant type, which makes them unusual by default. The second is FE as a blind spot. Both combine to create an individual who is decidedly alien-esque. Number three. <clears throat> well, at least we both know that I'm not human now. Let's continue. Deliberate. I've often described INTJs as directional and intentional. There is an immense purposefulness to the way they operate. The NI dominance and SE inferior position mean that planning precedes action. Intent comes before impulse. And that the deep percolation process that goes on in their minds means that when they do execute and implement their visions, they've min-maxed themselves into a position where they can strike right at the heart of what needs to be done and get it done far more easily than most other people. Number four, passionate. The absence of words like this in descriptions of INTJs bothers me. Without that deep burning passion, INTJs would not be able to sustain the level of drive, intensity, and commitment that they do. I've often speculated that this massive motivation comes in large part from their FI. Number five, systematic. INTJs like to codify their insights in the form of systems, processes, and procedures. In that sense, unlike the more individual TI, TE likes to universalize things. TI wants to solve a problem for itself, often, whereas TE wants to solve the problem, period. TI wants something that works for them, but TE wants something that works well, or well enough, for everyone. It's like the example I've used of my INTJ piano student. He wanted to uncover the optimal approach to learning the piano, and to create a course and product based on that. So my advice of just play around and figure out your own way didn't go down well, whereas I was giving principles and ideas that could be used in many ways, and styles of practicing and exploring that weren't necessarily linear. He wanted to find a way that you could give to any person and have it work pretty well. In that sense, TE likes to approach things with a systematic mindset. In a more day-to-day -day sense, INTJs will often use systems to organize their life. Number six, esoteric. INTJs often exist in rarefied air, either because of their unusual interests and the depth of knowledge they'll attain around them, or because of their expertise in whatever field they're drawn to. Number seven, unyielding. Grit, determination, and force of will are all things I associate with INTJs. Without these character traits, they wouldn't be able to bridge that gap between what they envision and what they enact. An INTJ locked onto a goal is not someone you want to get in the way of. Number eight, phlegmatic. INTJs are typically stoic and composed. It takes a lot to shake them or throw them off. Keep calm and carry on would be an apt INTJ motto. And as a Brit, I feel very qualified to say this. Number nine. Trenchant. 
INTJs can be incisive, pointed, cutting, and piercing in their analysis and their criticisms of everything and everyone. That kind of sounds like me. They can wield their minds like weapons and don't have much mercy for the intellectually unarmed. What's mercy? What's that mean? Number 10. Candid. When you have someone dedicated to problem solving, efficiency, and knowledge, and almost zero allegiance to dancing around people's sensitivities, you have a recipe for a person who cultivates brutal honesty, bluntly delivered, down to an art form. Number 11. Industrial. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that one. Andreas. INTJs are self-directed people who don't need an excuse to get to work. If you leave an INTJ to their own devices, figuratively and literally, they'll just start doing stuff and doing it well. Number 12. Decisive. This is one of their more underrated traits, in my view. People who cultivate forward momentum in life and, incidentally, people who make great leaders simply make decisions, not necessarily even good ones, all the time. They just have the boldness and nerve to decide on a course of action. If it turns out to be wrong, then just change direction by making another decision. Decisive people have an inherent advantage in life, in my view. Number 13. Exacting. Speaking of INTJ leaders and INTJ colleagues and uh, just INTJs in general, they can be demanding, exacting, and strict in their standards and expectations. This can rub people up the wrong way, but undeniably gets results. What enables INTJs to get away with this is the fact that they themselves will always pull their own weight. There's nothing they'll expect of others that they wouldn't do themselves. In fact, delegation is hard for... The only time that... Someone like me will back down as if the other person refuses to carry their weight. And then we'll see how uncomfortable it gets for them. That's the only time I would stop carrying my weight, guys, and stop doing what I'm, is when the other person isn't doing anything at all. Then we're going to see just how bad it can get together. Precisely because they doubt that other people will have the requisite competence. Number 14. Inquisitive. It's tempting to picture INTJs plugging away on some scheme of theirs, but much of the time, they're simply following their curiosity down all sorts of paths. The need to know is defining for INTJs. Number 15. Mysterious. Whether this is a reflection of reality, an impression that's created, or something that's done by design, INTJs come across as mysterious. In large part, it's because it's clear that there's so much going on beneath the surface with them. But you never quite know what, specifically. Number 16. Iron-fisted. Does this count as one word? Let's say it does. This is the dark side of the INTJ. When they turn their Machiavellian dials up to 11, stamp out dissenting views, and channel their inner control freak, which always lurks within an INTJ if you look deep enough. Number 17. Judicious. INTJs are often capable of being detached. This, in turn, affords them access to a very fair-minded and objective lens through which to view things. Sound judgment, therefore, is something I greatly associate with them. Number 18. Acerbic. INTJs are known for being sarcastic and biting in their humour and wit. Sometimes people can misunderstand this and interpret them as being offensive. And sometimes they... Yeah, I'm not offensive. Um, are actually being offensive. Number 19. Formidable. Oh, maybe sometimes. I found this word crossing my lips many a time when talking about INTJs, and I think with good reason. They are not people you want to have as an enemy. Number 20. Convergent. 
introverted intuition converges down on insights. Although INTJs might start off broad and even eclectic, their ultimate aim is to come to conclusions, to have answers and solutions, to combine their knowledge in ways that bring about resolution and progress. If you're an INTJ, then I have two more important words for you. The first is subscribe. The second is discord. As I often say, please discord, get out of here. Anywho, guys, <clears throat> shout out to you guys. Shout out to Raw, finalized the divorce. Hooray for you, sir. It's finally done. Guys, get the, listen, if you got to get a divorce and you're getting a divorce or you're going through a divorce, just get it all done as soon as you can. Y'all come together, sign the paperwork. Just do it that way. It's better that way. You're not going to get out and not paying her anything. So y'all might as well just have a little agreement. Guys, I'll be honest with you. I would have rather given, let's say, the ex-wife, I don't know, 25% of or 50% damn near, rather than give the lawyer 2%, 5%. Trust me, I know this. That's going to take a while for everybody to really process, but it's better that way. It goes towards your kids, theoretically. Anyways, so mostly amusing. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's very nice of you. Yeah, you're free, my brother. Congratulations, Raw. Lord Jeremy, thank you for your donation earlier, sir. Thank you always for supporting the uh, channel. F's in the chat for Raw. Yeah, man. Excellent, 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 guys. Great to see y'all. <clears throat> you guys are the best in the chat, man. Good to see y'all. I'm out of here, boys. We will see y'all later on. I got to go run an errand and take care of some stuff. Hopefully get everything in order over here. If you want to support the show, hit me on Cash App, dollar sign, gone with John. I would certainly appreciate that very, very much, boys. And let's find y'all some music and we're getting out of here. Y'all have a great day. And I might see you this evening. We live stream like almost seven hours yesterday alone. And we're an hour into to today's live stream. So I might just take it easy later on. I haven't decided yet. But at any rate, we'll see y'all next time.